Hey everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Star Trek, the original series, season 3, episode 21, it is called The Cloudminders, so full spoilers for the episode as always, and I'm forgetting what uh, what season we're on there for a second, uh, so this is Stardate 5818.4, I've never done that before, I just I noticed it in the corner of my eye on the wiki and I thought, I'm just going to say that, we'll make this a thing, I'll say the star date now for each episode. Um, now you decide. Yeah, four decide. episodes from the end. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll take keep it keep it going into. Oh, you'll forget when the next gen. I don't know. Anyway, so once again, this is the second time, at least this season, where there's a. I mean, I think the last time it was a disease. This time it's a plague for plant life. But all the same, they're going to another planet to get a resource that'll stop said crisis. Yes. And obviously, there's going to be complications in retrieving said. And said, you know, material. The last one was only a couple of episodes ago, right? It was, yeah. Uh, so I immediately I went, oh, this is weird. This feels like the exact same kind of plot set up. And much like the last time, you never see the planet that's in danger. You never see what the threat's doing. It's just, the, that's just the reason why they're at this planet. It's just, it's just happening. But regardless, they beam down, and this is a, a unique planet in that they've got a, a, like a sort of upper class living in the clouds. And then you've got the workers who are down on the, the ground actually digging the, the materials up. Um, but Kirk and Spock get attacked by these these uh, miners down below who are fighting for, for their rights, essentially. They, they wanted to actually take them as hostages. But then, you know, lead, lead cloud guy comes down, uh, Advisor Plasis, and he comes down with some guards and this kind of rescues them and takes them back up to the Cloud City. And kind of like, oh, there's ongoing disputes. Nothing you should consider yourself with. But we'll help you get your, your shipment. We'll, we'll go down with Enforce and we'll we'll get your, your Xanite, uh, which is the, the, the material they need to cure I'm impressed place. you remembered that. <laughs> they said it like 50 goddamn times, so it's stuck. That's fair. That's fair enough. That said, I have to check. The name of the planet was Ardana. I didn't say that as much. All I remember is Troglodytes. Oh, Tro- my God. Troglodytes, yes. Those were the, the miners, that. yes. The ones down in the planet were called the Troglodytes. Uh, actually, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so... I couldn't tell you what the cloud dwellers were called. Um, um, they live in the floating city of Stratus. Oh, Ar- Ar- Ardenan. That's what they were called. Nah, I don't remember hearing that at all. The, the Ar- Ardenan Society... Oh no, no, that's the oh, Ardana's Ar- the planet. So Ardanian is just everyone. Hold on. Yeah. Specifically, the ones living in the. This, eh, I'm not. It's not sticking out in this description on Wiki. I can't quite see it, but. Maybe they didn't have a name. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they didn't. Uh, but yeah. So, so. It's kind of like becoming early on in the episode. It becomes kind of clear what the the point of this episode is, is that at first they're acting like oh they're savages who ha- have at war, but it's becoming kind of clear as we go on that. You're kind of the the one percent up here, treating everyone else like shit, and saying no, no, they're workers. They're 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 meant to be down there doing the the labor. And it's actually Spock that kind of like, this is strange. You're, you're making them do all the work, but they're getting none of the benefits of of this planet and of yeah, the riches. I thought they kind of really undermined their point when they made it that they actually were, you know, intellectually inferior. Yeah, no, because later on in the episode, there's a bit, there's this big giant cop out. Where it turns out that they are inferior by about twenty percent because of the gases that they're they're inhaling while they're down there working, 
and it takes their intelligence down by about 20 percent you know on average compared to the rest of the population and it increases their uh, their emotions so their rage and things like that are a bit more higher up yeah and it's like okay and then it becomes about well we can make like simple filters simple masks that'll you know go through this so it feels like a big plot plot cop out to just give it a solution like this it feels like an even bigger cop out to then say that the the gas effects aren't permanent like anyone even if they've been working down there for 10 years put on a mask they'll be fine like in in hours <laughs> like they'll be back to normal in hours uh yeah all feels a bit on the easy side uh, but that's the that's the so yeah there's some disputes the the, the head did classes he doesn't want to like entertain the idea of filters they're just inferior to us so I'm like okay maybe you can deal with some like outright racism here potentially but it never really does it's it, it never really I feel like it brings up the, the the subject that it's addressing is quite clear what it's trying to like bring yeah. up but it never actually really tries to do or say anything about it other than just clearly saying no oh, this is wrong that they're doing this but then it never really does anything else no it doesn't it just kind of happens and they're like oh, okay problem solved they by the end of the episode they can they, they can they basically prove that this happened because they don't want to believe it so kurt kind of goes off book and does like a sort of risky this could get him court-martialed kind of mission which yeah is... by kidnapping the 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 political head of this planet Yes. Well, even before that, he 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 already risks himself by going to negotiate with uh, the leader of the the troglodytes, the the woman who used to be part of the, the upper class. Because uh, this is the thing that so so Plasis has this beautiful assistant who has almost no clothes on who comes out. I went okay. I wonder. Here we go. Kirk's love interest for the episode. Now it turns oh, that's, out, his, that's his daughter, isn't it? Daughter assistant. I don't know. She was standing next to him. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure that's his daughter whoever she is this was irrelevant to what i'm about to say the point is is that i was like okay so kurt's going to put the moves on her and then i'll give it i'll give it the the credit here the twist is is that she's actually got the hots for spock i'm like all right all right she's at the spock but it turns out the leader of the trilodates is also an attractive woman who doesn't necessarily fall for kirk but her she tries to assassinate him because before they fall out with the plasis and go back to the ship before kirk goes on his rogue mission they're in quarters on the on the cloud city, and the assassin woman, I think uh, Varner, her name is a thing. Let me just double check her name here. That sounds in the ballpark. Vanna. It was just Vanna. Uh, she she sneaks into his room when Kirk's asleep, goes over to his bed with one of the most fake looking blades I've ever seen in my life. It looks so plastic, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, because from a distance, that was a cool blade because it was sort of like a wrist attachment that come over. You know, it was almost like something like a ninja would wear. But then yeah. once she saw, once she started struggling with him, you could just see how cheap and plastic it, it, it looks. Like the sort of thing you buy for a kid on Halloween. It does, it absolutely does. But she's wrestling with him in the bed, and he kind of flips her around, and he's got her pinned down. And I'm like, you know, this is an assassination attempt, but it's oddly starting to feel kind of sexual. And then they start to sort of debating, and he starts getting kind of like jokey about it because he's got and she's like refusing to like she's just trying to kill him and she's refusing to talk and she's like oh let me i was like i don't know i'm I'm quite enjoying myself this is quite pleasant and i'm like okay <laughs> so even when he's been assassinated he's he's pulling the moves i mean it's, it's, it's at least different from normal where the woman's just infatuated by kirk and we have the the romance angle um and she does actually betray him later on because when he goes down to a make a deal she lures him to the cave and then immediately double crosses him and's like okay we've got a hostage now <laughs> excellent yeah. but then he wrestles his phaser back he blocks them in the cave and he gets spock to beam in uh Plasis into the without cave. warning he without just specifies warning. a lot 
Yes, uh, which is breaking all sorts of rules. But unlike last, not last episode, two episodes ago, when I was complaining about Kirk blatantly just breaking rules and it just seemed weird and out of character, here it doesn't feel out like of character because he's clearly trying to... Because it's funny, actually, it was, the, it was the episode with the same sort of plot at the start where it was like, oh, the other planet needs this thing. It was the same sort of setup. It was, yeah. Uh, here, though, he's trying to get this, this shipment and he's trying to... D- do it properly. He's tried to talk to him into just, you know, negotiating with these people and maybe improving things. He's tried talking to both sides and they've both fobbed them off. So here he's, what he's trying to do is just demonstrate that, no, this gas is real. It's making them dumber. It's, it's not you're, you're superior. And, yeah. you know, Placis doesn't believe this. So he takes a risk in beaming them in. But even then, he's not threatening violence on him. He's not immediately going, I'll just have to do this by force. He's, he's, he's making a demonstration. No, it's true. But I do like that this does kind of feel like a sequel to that episode. <laughs> in that they keep addressing his uh, his rather blunt uh, negotiation skills. Oh, sure, yes. I, I would never accuse him of being subtle in his negotiation skills, certainly. Yeah. But he beams them in, and of course, eventually, they do get affected by the gas, and they're both getting angry. And it's actually Vanna who eventually grabs the, the communicator and says, hey, Enterprise, help us. They're going to kill each other. Beam us in. That kind of solves things. And then they're immediately fine. Yeah, they're immediately fine. Within seconds, I've been beamed up. They're like, oh, what are we doing there? Yeah, and then, so so they convinced the Plasis to, let you know, hand out these masks, and Vanna's like, I'm going to stay and, you know, make sure, and keep negotiating for the rights and equal equal equality, you know, amongst our people, uh, so that everyone, but, you know, the, the bad guy's still kind of like, no, we're still superior, like, we're still, so, I mean, I guess it's realistic in that he's not just solved the entire, like, you know, yeah. dispute. Essentially, no. He's 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 helped them claim over one hurdle, but he's cl- given them a chance, hasn't yes. he? Yes. So. So at least I appreciate that that's a little bit more realistic. That he's not just completely solved this planet's problem. That'd be like someone coming down to Earth right now and solving, like, I don't know, take your pick: North Korea, Russia. I don't know, whatever, whatever one, whatever one you want to pick, and yeah. it's just done. Like next day, oh no, everyone's all happy, and you know, yeah. And everything's done. So I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. That this is more akin to coming down and just I don't know, making sure Trump actually pays attention in meetings. I, I don't know. Put pick your first hurdle. Take the nuclear button away from him. So, yeah, take the button away from him, please. For all of all things. Take the button away from him. Um I, I like the idea that Trump sits in his office and to press his nuclear button he's got one of those like little foam hammers that kids have. So he can he can whack it with a hammer. <laughs> I can imagine it. <laughs> no, but Joy, he has he just has a really long stick to poke it with because he can't bother getting out of his chair. Hmm. Yeah. I, I, I can buy that. Uh, yeah. So this is just a really, really mediocre episode. I wouldn't say it's a terrible episode. It's just really, really mediocre. No. There's some really nice images, like the actual the shots of the the, the, the city in the clouds, yeah. and. Uh, there's some really nice edits in uh, in terms of when it does the scene change and it just you know it cuts to these you know these vista shots that I thought were really nice surprisingly you, you don't get those very often. Yeah, there was a couple of nice nice shots here or there. Um, it, like I, I think the problem with this one is a, it does this giant cop out, but it, its real main crime is it's just a little bit boring. It feels like it goes in circles a little bit before it like kind of ramps up towards the end. Yeah. Um, I mean, the actual subject being discussed is fine, and, and 
I, I, I would share some of the criticisms from the, the, the last time we had a similar like setup is that we never really see the planet that's in danger. We never see it's like oh we've got a countdown to deliver this material, and you know we're supposed supposed to like buy that and like it, like I get why they do that, but doing it twice this close together just feels extra, you know, critical yeah. as opposed to just being regular critical that it wasn't the first time this happened. This is better than the first time it happened, though, as an episode. As a, uh, yeah, as an episode overall, it is better, but it's it's, it's definitely not a shining moment. I, I think I, the the key thing that makes it better compared to the other one, just in regards to the you know the the planet in danger, mm. is that that's actually relevant all the way through. It's it's always still about that. Like even to the end, he's trying to solve this dispute so that he can get access to the the, the material. Yeah, the episode doesn't forget that that's what the point is. Yeah. No, that's, that's, Whereas last that's time, it, that just got forgotten because of a robot lady. Oh yeah, halfway through the episode, we just yeah, that was just like yeah, let's, let's stop thinking about that. Yeah. Um. So you know that, that that's 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 a positive. It's it's, it's very lukewarm. It's kind of like it was a fine one to have. I'm not gonna lie, I fell asleep in the middle of it and then had to watch the second half like after I woke up. <laughs> like that did happen. Yeah. That did happen. Um. And that's not to say that I don't fall asleep during good things sometimes because sometimes you're just tired, but. I think the episode might have contributed. Uh, somewhere between the the fifth conversation about Zenite and troglodytes, I uh, I think I dozed off. It's understandable. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, not not painful by any means. Not an embarrassing episode. Just a really lukewarm. And I, I think the other thing is, I think a lot of the ideas have been done better elsewhere, or more importantly, done better kind of already in Star Trek <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that that's kind of where you you fall down on it. Um, and honestly, the relationship with Spock and the daughter never really goes anywhere. Like they have a conversation. You have to—that's it. You have that one bit at the start. Yeah. And then you have her telling her dad that, "Oh no, I'm actually quite into that Spock fella." <laughs> yeah, and at the end, she's like, "I'm going to go down there and be like kind of you know, almost an ambassador to try and improve things by being someone from up here that's helped try to help." Yeah. And not and just be it. in my cage in the clouds, and that yeah, that's it. Um and yeah I, I do like the idea of Spock having a problem like he's the first one who like mentions that this is like unjust and I like the idea that he's thinking this purely from a completely logical perspective that it just makes no sense like like you know it's just from a pure logical perspective the idea that X amount of the population are doing all the work and receiving none of the benefits to him as a man of logic is a problem because yeah. I, feel, I feel like you could easily go the other way where a man of logic understands it from the other, the other like side's perspective where it's like oh yes this is efficient and you get all the, the rewards and but no Spock is purely a fair man of logic and yeah. it just doesn't work it's like this is this is ridiculous uh, so I like that I, I like that yeah logically that's just yeah you're just being greedy that's all this is pretty much and sadly it's very relevant to the world and has been kind of forever but um, yeah. what can you do though yeah, other species have got it down though. Dinosaurs that had it all right. I mean, we assume. I don't think they were effing each other over for a percentage. I don't know. W- wouldn't put it past some of them. That was a alien aliens reference shifty. for anyone, by the way. Didn't get that. I think, ter- think pterodactyls are pretty shifty. <laughs> They're shifty, but are they one percenters? I think they are because they got they they got the sky, didn't they? They're like, look, screw you. We'll, we'll go where we want. Uh, we'll see if they get if they get close enough to that T Rex though. It's it's done. <laughs> it's just done. I yeah. can definitely see a pterodactyl dive bombing a T Rex just to piss it off. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, what were we even talking about at this point? Uh, so yeah, it was a mediocre episode. It um, was. But not, not the worst again. Like I feel like we're in this kind of pattern of just kind of really middling. I feel slow like at this episodes. point we're kind of just waiting for it to be done. Like they've they've run out of steam, right? And they've got like, okay, well, we know we've only got X amount left to make. Let's just kind of get them done. Oh, you think that was their attitude making them? Yeah, no, I do. For for the, for a lot of this last handful, a lot of these ones that aren't offensively bad, they're like, eh, do you know what? Mm. We got we got we got six more, eight more. Let, let's just get them done. Yeah, you may be right. I mean. Uh, especially if they knew they'd been cancelled and they knew they weren't coming back maybe that was yeah. kind of the attitude at the time I don't know but hey so if that doesn't get you excited for the next one I don't know what will but yeah we will be back next week with the next episode of Star Trek and we're getting very close to the end of season 3 so let us know what you thought of this one in the comments below like and subscribe all that stuff go over to patreon.com slash TV if you want to support everything we do here uh, you can sub for as little as a dollar per month and you get these episode reviews a week early you get a bunch of other stuff and you get to support us and feel warm and fuzzy on the inside uh, but otherwise that is us so thank you very much once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching Star Trek and Sci-Fi TV guys and we'll see you next time